Hello and welcome to Two Sweary Dads, a podcast about parenting and other dadly pursuits. I'm Trevor Scott. And I'm Ben Slinger. So Ben, get up to anything interesting this weekend? Uh, I did actually. Um, well, it was kind of interesting. It was, it was a bit disappointing in the end. Um, there was a technology and gadget expo on in the city. Um, nice. We actually booked our tickets a few weeks ago, well, a couple months ago, I think, getting ready for it. I was like, oh, that'll be, you know, we'll take take Taz along, I'll go with my dad. We kind of, you know, we used to, me, me and dad used to have these days out in the city um, where we'd do things like this. There'd be a computer show on or something and we'd, you know, take the day and, you know, wander around, go to bookstores and different things. So Nice. Um, I thought, yeah, you know, this can kind of be the start, the start of that tradition with Taz. Um, it didn't quite turn out that way, um, and just just because a few extra people, a few extra people came as well, and mum and dad had um, a, a foster uh, kid who they look after sometimes, and so anyway, it, it was that was just fine, but um, it ended up being um, that Erica came too, and all the kids came, and mum and dad and uh, this foster foster kid. So a full family outing. So yeah, it just it ended up being a full family outing, which was which was great. Um, but, uh, we get to this thing and, you know, I'd, I'd looked at the website and, uh, they, they talked about, you know, all this, look at the, you know, the, the, the cutting edge of technology available today. And they talked about home automation. They talked about VR. They said there was like a kid's zone stuff. They mentioned, um, you know, like, uh, the drones and quadcopters quadcopt- and things. I was like, okay, this is going to be cool. Like a big expo, lots of different things. Mm-hmm. We get in there and it, it's just it's tiny like uh, if you know the melbourne exhibition center it's just one of the like little segments so there's one room instead one of room, like basically the whole lot that sort of um penny uh, the packs yeah gets. <laughs> erica erica asked me we were there and i estimated that packs is at least four or five times the size if not more of this one space i'm not sure how much packs uses because i haven't been to an a, uh, a Melbourne PAX yet, but... Uh, End of the year. <laughs> yeah, I have my tickets. Lucky bastard. <laughs> I can't afford them. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that was a shame. But, you know, the main thing I was there was to try out some VR. And I knew that HTC Vive was going to be there, and that's the one I want to try. And it was there, and it was right near the, near the front. And, you know, it was, it was relatively crowded in, in the place in general, but there weren't many people hanging around this. So I thought, oh, okay, this is great. Like, you know, most people are here for other stuff. I'll yep. be able to just, I'll be able to have a go. So I go up and ask, you know, oh, is there a line? And she says, oh, no, there's a booking system. Go around the other side. There's a screen. We have set spots and you have to SMS. But we're all booked up right now, like for the rest of the day. <laughs> so I went, well, fuck. Like, this place is tiny. I'm not going to get to try VR. We spent, you know, $15 on parking. The tickets price spent an hour driving into the city. This is going to be shit. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we, we had a bit of a look around. There was some interesting, interesting stuff, but there was no kids zone. So right off the bat, you're just thinking, well, what the yeah, fuck? <laughs> what's this false advertising? Fully a third of the space was dedicated to drones. They mm. had a huge like drone flying zone that was like encased in netting for drone demonstrations and stuff. At least like five, six, seven different places showing off or selling different models of drones. And I mean, okay, I get that 
you know, that's a fairly popular enthusiast hobby. But come on, like, have a it's drone, not the only have a thing. drone show. Like, <laughs> there's, there's pretty limited, you know, technology uses when you're talking about a technology and gadget expo. Yes. So, and what what else is it used for other than voyeurism and <laughs> spying voyeurism, on people? Yeah. <laughs> There are some good uses for it, but yeah, <laughs> the your, your common your common consumer is not using it for anything other than yeah, like voyeurism and maybe just having fun flying it up and down and making it do a flip. <laughs> Amazon, beer me. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even have bloody Amazon in Australia, so they're not going to be flying drones here anytime soon. God damn it! I just want to be able to shout out Amazon, beer me, and just. You know, beer flies into my hand. <laughs> you just need to name Fosters. You, you just need to name your next kid Amazon and train them really well. <laughs> so anyway, whatever. We we sat down and we had lunch, and it turned out there was another booth that had a couple of HTC Vive set up um, with the game Fruit Ninja. Nice. There was a big line. I was like, oh, well, are we going to even stay here that late? But it, I ended up all right. I'll get in the line, see how fast it's moving. Erica went for a walk and took the kids to the free careers expo that was next door. Yep. And just over an hour later, I got to the front of the line and got to play Fruit Ninja for a minute and a half. Nice. As you may have seen, posted on our Facebook Facebook page. about two weeks ago. <laughs> about two weeks ago by the time this launches, that's true. Yeah, that's how, that's how long our buffer is. And it's just because we've got very hectic lives and we, we're not sure that we're going to be able to record That's every it. week yeah. we want to make sure that we can keep releasing episodes for everyone yes it's true so anyway that was it was fun it was really cool um, to get to the long winded point um, I tried hit the HTC Vive and it was really cool and now I, I want one even more and uh, even more disappointed that I'm not going to be able to afford one for like <laughs> half a decade um, yeah like I don't know the depth perception just really helps uh, the tracking on the hand movements is just flawless, right? Like, it just feels like you're holding, like in this game, a sword. Mm-hmm. It moves exactly how you'd expect it to move when you swing the thing around. Um, in this game, you can... It, it, to the point that if you don't slash through a f- piece of fruit and you use the side of the sword, you can, like, bounce just it. bounce them... <laughs> um, instead of slashing through like so it's you know it just really gives you this feeling of space and and uh, immersion it's so very 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 cool so what day was that that was sunday that was sunday yes so saturday yes i ran into you at at the um at the local big w this is true we see each other in person occasionally not just not often speak but over skype <laughs> i was i was literally waiting for my for my wife to get back from the bathroom and i hear this trevor <laughs> and i'm like who the fuck is this <laughs> i look around and there's ben and the whole the whole clan coming in it's yep. like oh awesome we were so very low on groceries and had to do an emergency shop yes we also were low on groceries we just totally forgot to buy stuff <laughs> so i had to go out a little bit later but anyway we're we're sitting there talking and and you know we're talking about all the game consoles and and those sort of things because our local big w had a nice big sale on on the xbox one and the playstation 4 and you know i've the wanted playstation it. 4 sale wasn't very good i checked it no 
not as good, but it was still it was still on sale. Um, yeah, yeah, but it was like what three eighty in no games. Yeah. So anyway, I've I've sort of said to Ben, oh, I've been contemplating maybe getting an Xbox One. The the sale in there has got like um, the Xbox and a game for for like three hundred dollars. He goes, oh, that's a pretty cool deal, and so I'm like, okay, well, anyway, we're we're getting going, and we we headed off. I get home and I see this message come through. Well, actually, the Xbox One is three games and the console for three hundred dollars. You just got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just thinking, oh god, I'm so going to be walking down down the hallway, going to <laughs> going to my secret hiding spot of my of my money. And just pulling out my four hundred dollars and going, I'm going to go buy a console now. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I did a successful job in convincing you. Yep. So Bianca was heading off to do some um, homework at the at the library, and I had James. So it's like, okay, James, we're getting back in the car. We're going back down to Big W. There's your little boys' day out. Yeah. So we we went out and parked and I chucked him straight into a um into a trolley and we walked walked over there and we started having a look. And I was like, yep, there it is. So you're the proud owner. Proud owner now of an Xbox One. And you know, there's a couple of games in there for James to, to sort of have a play around with. Like um I'm interested to get into Minecraft with him and Lego movie is probably one that he'll enjoy and Yeah, he's getting the whole to heap in the rare there. replay. I mean, a lot of the rare games are, are perfect for kids, except yeah, for, absolutely. like, Conkers. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what do you me. mean? It's cute, it's cartoony. It's got lots of scatological humour. <laughs> he says fuck a lot. <laughs> What's not to love for any three-year-old? Yeah. Well, it's funny, so... Because I, I, I know and love that feeling when you've made the decision to go and buy a new piece of technology, or yep. a new gadget, or a new toy... Um, I remember when I was a kid and mum and dad would, you know, have a little talk. I don't know what, what the catalyst for these things were, but it was like, oh, like, all right, it's about time we buy a new TV or a DVD player or, you know, or a new VHS, you know, I'm talking <laughs> 25 years ago. Or let's buy the first CD player. <laughs> yeah. Well, some of the times it was computer parts, you know. We, you know, it was a CD-ROM drive, the two two double-speed CD-ROM drive with the caddy that you, you know, <laughs> put the discs in. I think we talked about that last week. Um, yes, but yeah, like <laughs> I remember, have, like Dad getting that. It's like I, I I can picture now having had that um, feeling myself. Dad getting that same feeling. It's like okay, well we've decided to get it now, so let's just go get it. We're gonna go out. We're gonna go out right now. We've got the money. We can you know, spend the money. We're going to try and get the best deal we can. You know, go to JB or whatever. Go to the computer store, and that was always so exciting for me as a kid as well. Um, yeah. You know, and getting getting the new toy home and unboxing and setting it up. But knowing the dad, knowing your dad, the way I know him now, I picture him back then as just a, a slightly older version of you. Because, um, yeah, well. You you are you are kind of similar. Well, so twenty five twenty five years ago, he was a slightly younger version of me. <laughs> yeah, slightly younger version of you. So, <laughs> but wiser somehow. <laughs> I know. I, I I always find it difficult to 
imagine because you know he had he had me when he was they had, like he was 21 when they had me whereas i waited until i was 32 <laughs> and, seconds and, and we, we, <laughs> um, before my first kids so yeah like there's a you know there's more than a 10 year difference but i think about what i knew when when i had james compared to you know it was again about six seven years after what my dad would have been in in age wise and it's yeah. like oh that's actually kind of scary because I really knew nothing at thirty. <laughs> no, no God. So I what did they know, know at twenty? I <laughs> uh, no. That's, uh, actually, now that you now that you say that, like now that you've made me calculate that, that's so weird to think of. Like me looking back now, yeah, at t- sort of ten years old and going and having these experiences, he was only like thirty one or thirty two. That's insane. Like he was younger than me now. <laughs> I don't even like. I just don't think of that, you know. When you when you when you you don't think of that when you look back like that. But holy crap, that's funny. Yeah, and and I always bring it back to what was I thinking when I was twenty five or something like that. And it's like, God, they had so so much different experiences than what we did. We were yeah. like, come on, let's let's go, you know, get drunk this weekend <laughs> or something like that. Pretty much twenty five. Our twenties yeah. was pretty pretty crazy. <laughs> Well, but yeah, particularly the early twenties, even up until like twenty eight, like our um, our uh, what's it called, Bucks weekend, we went pretty oh, yeah. pretty all out. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, when you get to the the weekends with that are ba- that were basically designed especially so we could just get as drunk as possible. Yeah, we did have some some pretty crazy nights. Um, so you mentioned something there actually that made me think of a possible topic. For our parenting topic tonight, since mm-hmm. we've rambled for fifteen minutes on technology and such, what? So, what was it that uh, made you and Bianca decide that it was time to have a kid? Was there something specific? Was it something you'd been talking about for a while? So, when we first started going out, we always discussed that. You know, we sort of wanted. Um, we were both interested in having kids, so right off the bat, we we both. We both definitely knew yeah. that there were kids in our future. So you talked about that pretty early on? Yeah, probably, I'd say within the first seven or eight months of us yeah. being together. Like, it was pretty pretty early on. Yeah. Now, bear in mind, we got together in 2000 and didn't get married till 2008. So, so there was a long time of... We of had a long time Knowing that between. it was coming, but not yep. yet. The time wasn't right. So, after we got married... We um we had the mortgage and we also still had. You gave birth to a mortgage. <laughs> no, we we bought our house the first the the same year that we got married. Mm-hmm. So in May of two thousand eight, we we bought a house, house that I'm currently still living in, and and we were we were going through our recording sessions for the um for the. Kuradust album and all that sort of stuff. Well, not the recording sessions, but the um, still the writing sessions. Writing and rehearsing, yeah, I remember fun memories of writing sitting in the room that I'm in right now. Room, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, after in October of that year, we we got married, and then was sort of thinking, okay, at some stage in this next few years, we're going to have a kid, and then it kept on being put on hold and. We we actually decided okay let's um let's set a set a goal as to as to when we're actually going to start trying. Mm. So our goal was that we had to um 
we had to finish paying off my wife's car payments, basically. Right. We wanted to own own her car so that we didn't have any extra extra loans. Extra debt. Um, We don't have any credit cards or anything like that, so we didn't have any credit card debt. We only had that one extra bit of debt other than the mortgage. Very very wise of you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we we worked out because because of the way that um, they talked they talked her into getting her car. She actually had a balloon payment at the end of five thousand dollars. Which was quite nasty. Yeah. Um. So we really didn't want to have a have a kid at that that time, and you know have. Yeah, there are a lot of expenses that come with the kid, particularly. Yes. In those early so years, getting all set up. It got to, um, we st- we worked out that it was going to be September of 2011, that um, we were going to finish off all the payments. Right. So, we started talking. We're like, well. It's going to take us a while to to get pregnant. So, in July of 2011, we decided to start trying for a kid. Right. And that was lots of fun. I actually... (laughs) (laughs) It's a very casual way to put it. Yeah, that was lots of fun. Um, Constant boning. (laughs) Did you have any um, particular techniques for getting pregnant more effectively? Um, So, I actually put together like I started doing research as to like the the monthly cycle and all that sort of stuff and work, working out using mathematics and all that sort of stuff because I enjoy <laughs> working out formulas and yeah that sort of stuff so I actually <laughs> actually had a spreadsheet there sort of saying okay this was when her last period was is when her next one is yeah. and <laughs> and working Were out you okay taking you should start about here no temperatures <laughs> just um just sort of okay. Fourteen days from, you know, it's her temperature that you need, yeah. right? Not not yours. <laughs> Under my tongue. Oh damn it! <laughs> and you and you screwed them. Just get the little yeah. Yeah, we didn't do any temperatures or anything <laughs> like that, but we sort of worked out um, where the fourteen days prior to the prior to the next period was. Yeah. And prime ovulation time. Yes, and then um, we basically put a, quite a few days either side of that just to really. Hit the um, hit the sweet spot, as it were. Yeah, prime conception time. Prime conception time. Yes, we all we all love talking about <laughs> this sort of thing, <laughs> and it wasn't actually too long before we fell pregnant for the first time. Mm-hmm. And then when we then when we found out, it was in September of 2011, and Bianca had to go to the doctors because she had some unusual bleeding and it turns out that we'd also had a miscarriage at the same time. Oh, I didn't know that. So, hmm, that was just just fairly just as we found out, we also um sort of so we found out that there was something wrong. Mm-hmm. Um because she had quite heavy bleeding and they actually said, "Well, actually you were pregnant and now you've had this." So it was like you were pregnant, but you've also just um, just had a miscarriage. So, right. you, so it was fairly you early gotta, on. You it gotta was give, early on, We didn't even know. Yeah. So we had to wait another six weeks before we could start trying again. Yeah. And then, of course, you're waiting the six weeks, then you've got to get into the middle of that cycle. And it was kind of scary. Like, for yeah, a while, there was, well, because you, there was once, that time Once when, that happens once, you know, you have to wonder, okay, is it just a freak thing? 
or is there a problem here, you know, that's going to prevent us from having kids, mm-hmm. from conceiving again, or, or, or from carrying it, carrying a child to term? So we we started again in I think it was November, and then December period came as normal. It's like okay, then we started again. Um, period came again, this time in January. And that was the last one that we had until, like, a long time later. <laughs> a long time later, after James was born. Yes. So it was it was a reasonably quick sort of turnaround. I yeah. know I know other family members that have gone through a lot more. Oh, absolutely. Hard it's... times than that. We we were very lucky. Yeah. Some and, people um, can have a lot of trouble. You know, years and years, and that's yeah. I just couldn't even imagine. I feel so bad for. For those people, you know, to, to to finally get to that point where you decide, yes, you know, we want a child, we're ready, and then to just, yeah, have have that trouble. Have the complete heartbreak of yeah. miscarriage after miscarriage, and then you've got... Or just even not, con- you know, or just not conceiving or... Yeah, and then having to go through, yeah. you know, the different the different means of conceiving and no, the heartache that, that comes with that yeah. and, and the many, many, many thousands of dollars. Yeah. And, you know, and a lot of people are like, oh, you know, why don't you just adopt? But, you know, and of course, some for some people, that is the right thing, to, like, th- that works for them. But, yeah, um, you know, adopting a child is a very different thing. And, and you need to be the right sort of person, I think, for that yeah. to, to work for you. And, you know, obviously, everybody wants a child that is their own and part of them and made from them. Well, technically, not everyone. Well, there are no, people but... out there who don't want kids. And I... I think that's fantastic. You oh, know, of course. <laughs> I was, of course, speaking generally to... <laughs> I was I was making perhaps a tautology where I was... I said everyone, but I referred to just those people I was referring to. <laughs> <laughs> By everyone, I meant everyone who actually wants a child of their own, which was the point I was trying to make. <laughs> um, well, what, what about what about you and, and Erica? So it's funny because I don't, I don't think you'd told me before maybe you had we might have been drunk um that you guys had had a miscarriage before we do tend to get into those sort of conversations deep into the night of you know a boys weekend or something we've all had quite a few and usually usually um extremely drunk nearly passed out in the spa yeah exactly <laughs> and that's when these deep and meaningful conversations start coming out it's that's right but uh yeah i, I didn't recall you having told me <laughs> that you guys had a miscarriage before um, I'm not sure if I've told you, but um, very early on in our relationship, um, we actually we had a massive miscarriage as well. Um, this miscarriage from- brothers, yeah, <laughs> fist bump. <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> so, not to go into too much detail, but um, Erica and I met online on a dating site in Vancouver. Um, you know, we had a few dates quite quickly you know a romance blossomed um but unfortunately uh she was going on a six-month research trip to the uk um in um the february of uh, 2012 and we just mm-hmm. we just met at the start of november in 2011 so you know we were trying to make the most of that time we didn't really know what was going to happen with the relationship but you know we're, we're doing what we could we went to vegas we had you know spent every second together that we could basically had a mm-hmm. a teary goodbye at the airport unfortunately slightly before that teary goodbye at the airport 
we had some really good sex that involved <laughs> less birth control than it should have. <laughs> so a month or so into uh, her trip, and, you know, we've been talking on Skype constantly every day, basically, sometimes for, you know, eight hours at a time. Mm-hmm. And considering we basically decided we were technically breaking up when she left, that didn't really stick. It was it was pretty it was pretty quick it was pretty soon <laughs> when we realized that uh okay this is this is something and it's not just gonna and it's worth fighting for yeah and it's not just it's not just gonna fade away when we're you know physically apart from each other but uh yeah um erica's period was late and she took a pregnancy test and uh it turned out she was pregnant so you know that was a difficult time in some ways. Especially because you were a part at the time. Well, uh, exactly. You know, we were a part at the time. A lot of that conversation happened via texting and Facebook and Skype, you know. Um, not even not even video chat necessarily. So, which in some ways was good. You know, as, as us introverts know, we talk about a lot, like mm-hmm. often text text communication makes it easier to express express ourselves. Of course, we had a lot of video chats as well. But, uh, you know, we, we, we had some discussions on that and neither of us were sure what we wanted to do um erica was was torn about whether or not she wanted to keep the child or not um you know we're we're both very much pro-choice so there was not a there was no um ethical issues for us with her having an abortion if that was to be the decision but you know it's still not an easy decision obviously no and we had talked before uh, before this point about the fact that we did want children, you know, I, I'd just come out of a relationship where it was very clear that we wouldn't be having children. And, and while I was in that relationship, that was, you know, fine. Or I told myself that was fine at the time, but having come out of that, I'd sort of come to the realization that no, actually that is something I wanted in my life. And, you know, those were discussions we'd had. So, so we sort of, we both knew where we stood on that, but obviously having only been together three or four months, it was very early on. And and might I just touch on on that point that you that you made, mm-hmm. uh, no, knowing the sort of size of the family that you'd come from, I always thought it was slightly unusual that you know you'd you'd said yep that's okay that we're not going to be having kids because I know how much of a, a a big family and and such a close family that you that you grew up with and lots mm. of siblings and foster children and all yeah, the, all those sort of things. That's it? true. It's funny. I'm not sure what was going through my mind because I don't remember feeling uh, conflicted about that at the time and maybe it was just because I'd sort of just moved out and was in this relationship and you know I had had kids around for you know the past 20 odd years um, and maybe it was your time to get away from it (laughs) yeah that's fine to not have kids you know but but yes certainly as um, and and I'm not even sure it may have crossed my mind near the end of that relationship um, that that was something that I wanted and it was obviously not going to happen in that relationship. But by that time, it was on the rocks anyway, basically. So it wasn't really until afterwards that I, that I sort of decided, yeah, that, that is something that I want. So anyway, it uh, it turns out we didn't have to make that decision because, yeah, Erica had a miscarriage. Um, and I think we found out very early... So I think we're only about six, even six weeks in. Okay. Um, so it was basically just a, what they call a chemical pregnancy at that point. I mean, 
I, I remember because in May of of 2012, you mm-hmm. actually came back to Australia and um, we, we did have a conversation that um, you had a pregnancy scare, but you didn't yes. tell, you didn't go into I any of I don't think I went into the details at that into point. Into the details, yeah. But that's... But it was, it was one of those kind of, kind of weird things because we had um, Jay and his wife, they were expecting, Bianca and I were expecting. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you know what? I think that that trip and then the trip that... Erica and I took to Australia together at the end of that year definitely had a large part in us deciding that we wanted to have kids. I, I totally forgot that it was the same year that you came down. Like, we got to see you twice in like six months. <laughs> yeah, after having been gone for two and a half years, I uh, did two two trips to Australia in six months. I, I now remember because um, we just had James and you came back and it was like, okay, we're going out for dinner. Do you want to come with us? And it's like, oh, shit, what do we do? It's <laughs> sort of like Palm James after right. the parents and <laughs> we went out to the movies. And <laughs> oh, yeah. Saw The Hobbit, I think. Yeah, we did. Disappointing. Um, <laughs> oh, we, we, we even saw it in the, you know, whatever. Oh, how yeah. How many uh, frames per second? 48 yeah, frames per second. Whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. 48, yeah. Made me sick. No, not quite, but. So anyway, speaking of hobbits, we finally decided to have a kid. <laughs> no, but funnily enough, like, so we, yeah, we came back from that trip um, early uh, January 2013, and it was very soon after that, and, and it basically became a timing thing. We had talked about it in the meantime, we sort of thought, oh, like maybe in a year's time or two years time, but... Um, that decision was made for you. No, no, no. Uh, like Erica, basically, what it was that um, it, it was it was a very pragmatic decision. Um, <laughs> Erica was going to have the opportunity to um, for a job, like a TA ship um, at the university she was doing her yep. PhD at, and the timing just was going to work out that if we had a baby at the end of that year, like then just the job stuff would sort of work out. And so, yeah, we sort of just had this discussion in February, just early February of that, uh, of 2013, saying like, oh, so are we, are we doing this? Are we going to, should we just have a kid? Should we have a kid? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, obviously the, we, we had only been together just over a year at that point, but it was very clear that this was a serious relationship. You know, she'd traveled back to Australia with me to meet my family and, um, you know, I'd visited her in the UK yep. earlier on that. Um, the well, straight time. after, straight after Australia. Exactly. Yeah, I was. You flew from Australia to to England. No, not quite. I thought you did. Uh, no, I don't think so. I was home for a couple of weeks. Okay. Anyway. I know. I know that it was very close. It was very close. Yeah. Because it was uh, within like a week or two afterwards that I was talking to you and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm in England now, so yeah. this is my timetable." No, it was very close. Yeah, and so we just kind of came to that decision, and then I think uh, I think the moment. Well, <laughs> so funnily enough, we we're when when we were talking about this, we were in a Nando's. <laughs> we were on the way to a party, a friend's party in the city, and we we're at a Nando's, and we're just we're having this extremely life changing conversation as people eat spicy chicken around us, and as we eat spicy chicken. Um, and what what type of sauce did you have? Oh, extra hot. Oh, no, nice. <laughs> and yeah, and then we went off to this party after having made this decision and we're kind of like, we're all sort of, you know, 
tickled pink that we made the made this life changing. We were yeah, we were <laughs> tickled pink. <laughs> we were tickled that we'd made this life changing decision, and then we just had this party and you know drinking and whatever. But and of course, you can't tell anyone about this decision because it's just well, that's it. You. It was just this. Little, so it was this little secret between us. Yeah, and I think I think we got pregnant in that Nando's. That's how quickly it happened. <laughs> we didn't have sex. We just. Not like we went into the bathroom and fucked, but um, you know, the, it was it was basically on the table in front of everyone. Oh yeah. Oh, you you want to use that spicy sauce in sex play? Like that's just going to go down a good lubrication. <laughs> oh. Ouch. Um, yeah, we got pregnant very quickly. I I think I don't think she basically had another period. Um, <laughs> well, no, there was probably one more for based on the timing, but anyway, uh, it was very quick, and yeah, the the and, and just and just quickly like with the twins with Imogen and Arden. Um, obviously we weren't trying for twins, but uh, we decided that we decided that um we wanted them relatively close together. After a bit of discussion and back and forth, I originally wanted a larger gap up to sort of five years gap, um, because I felt like. Uh, you know, I wanted that time with our first child. Yep. Uh, but then I realized how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> then I realized that, oh, if we don't have our second until I'm, you know, 36 or 37, you know, I'm going to be 50 by the time they're a teenager. It's like, oh, shit. Like, mm, let's do it quicker. And, and and also we we were thinking that, you know, when kids are that close together, they're, uh, you know, they're going to be into the same things for longer. Yep. Um, as they're sort of close in age and be each other's playmate. Little did we know, of course, that we would birth like twins, twins who would be <laughs> each other's playmate, and Taz may still be left out of that. But yeah, um, but the yeah, ri- we the risk you the risk you take. Yeah, we decided at around twenty months. Well, sorry, when Taz was uh, was when Taz was just a, a year, um, or just before a year. So that there would be a twenty month, a twenty month difference. Um, yep. It was just as we were moving to Ottawa, and I'm pretty sure we conceived the first night we were in Ottawa, which was coincidentally Tasman's birthday. So you know that'll be a good thing to tell him when he's older. I'm sure he'll get a <laughs> kick out of that. <laughs> so you you've gone through this this excitement a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't actually talk about where we were when we actually found out our partner was. That's pregnant. true. Let's let's do that. It's a good story. So, you d- you do you do your Taz one first, then I'll do James. Then then you can do your twins one. So we bookend it with you. Yeah. So yeah, with Taz, um, we're in my apartment or our apartment, I should say, in Vancouver on mm-hmm. Seymour Street, downtown. Uh, and uh, yeah, I just I I have a very vivid memory of Erica coming out of the bathroom there. I was sitting on the couch. She'd obviously just peed on a stick. <laughs> And yep. she just came out with this, you know, this huge smile on her face and sort of just said, we're pregnant. And, you know, we obviously kissed and embraced and were very happy and elated. Started freaking out soon after for a little bit. But no, for the moment, <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, this is real. Uh, yep. But no, very happy. And of course, you know, there was that specter of. Oh, well, we've had one miscarriage before. Like, is something getting wrong? But no, we were very lucky. It was a very, very healthy, low-risk pregnancy. Yep. Up until the end. Up uh, until which, the very end. Which, which we'll go into 
another day. We have that, that's yes. that's right. We um we've previously spoken about this. It was cut out. I think I, I did do a little thing and mention it in the episode, but uh, we yep. will uh, talk about our birth stories in a later episode. Um, so when you found out about James, what uh, tell me that story? So, um, it was we just woken up, and it was about the time that Bianca was due to to start having a period, and she mm-hmm. she started thinking. Hmm. I wonder, you know, because it was it. She was usually like clockwork, and it was a little bit late. It was about one or two days late. So she goes, "Should I should I take a pregnancy test?" And I'm like, "Well, we've got a few there. You might as well, because we made sure that we had a couple. Yeah, you well, might as geez, well." Just... These things aren't cheap. No, Whew. I think we had two, maybe three of them. Yeah. Anyway, she went into the bathroom and then comes back in and goes, you know. What does it mean when you got one line or whatever it is for the negative? <laughs> and I say, oh, it's, it's negative. She goes, oh, okay. Because this one's got two lines. And, <laughs> and it's like straight away yes. it was it was perfect. She, she came Love in, the fake out. She came in with the perfect, like, not happy face. Yeah. Knowing exactly what she was doing. Of course. And, and so then, you know, we... We kissed and cuddled a little bit, and you know we were extremely excited. And then it's like, okay, now we can't really tell anyone for the next little while. Yeah. So anyway, Bianca ends up going to the going to the doctor and getting the proper the proper pregnancy test. Yeah. Just just to be sure, and you know she's told her told her mum, and she happens to go go to the doctors, and she's sitting there with her mum, and out out of the um out of the doctor's office comes my mum. <laughs> she sees what? the both my mum. My mum happened to be in there, g- just having pure coincidence. Just pure coincidence, and <laughs> Yanka went in, had the pregnancy test. They said, "Yes, you're pregnant," <laughs> and then um, we had to call mum straight away, even though we weren't going to. And it was like, um, "Well, guess what? <laughs> the reason why you saw Bianca there before is because <laughs> that's problem. She's pregnant." And so they immediately invited us out to tea, and yeah. And we we went out and had dinner. And Presumably, no soft cheeses, no deli meats, no alcohol. Yeah, all, <laughs> all that sort of bullshit. But also because we do ballroom dancing, Bianca mm. had to let them know very early on that we were pregnant, and because if she fell or anything like that, there could be there could be issues. So within the studio, there was like just a small group of people who actually knew, and they were all fighting on on who got to actually announce it to uh, everyone <laughs> at one of the social nights. So that yep. was, that was lots of fun. Uh, I've got a, I've got an amusing story along those lines as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so of course, yeah, we didn't tell anyone except family um, that early on, but uh, a couple of weeks after we found out, we had previously made plans to go paintballing. <laughs> uh, so we went paintballing with Erica very early on pregnant and she made sure she had lots of body, body armor and basically hid in the corner the whole time. <laughs> I don't think she got hit once. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was that was kind of amusing. That was a that was a that was a fairly traumatic um, paintball session actually. I, I think it was the first time I'd played played paintball. It was an indoor um, space. Yep, we were there with a bunch of friends. I wasn't having much fun because the like the masks that they give us, it was dark in there and they kept fogging up so I couldn't see shit. There were other people in there who were obviously more skilled. Um, I got hit a couple times and went, fuck that, that fucking hurts. Um, mm-hmm. One of our friends like fell on something and gashed his arm open and we didn't, we actually, we didn't realize he'd done Ow. it until he came back from the hospital. We were still there. He'd gone and got it bandaged up without telling anyone and came back. 
Oh, and another friend fell over and had some asshole on the other team shoot him in the testicles. Oh, God. So he was in a lot of pain. But, uh, yeah, Erica didn't get shot. <laughs> I mean, it, I think I don't think actually getting hit with a paintball when you're armoured up would would cause a spontaneous miscarriage, you, you know, particularly that early. No. Uh, but, uh, you know, obviously better safe than sorry. But, yeah, we weren't telling anybody at that point, so we couldn't. We kind of couldn't get out of it, and in, and I mean, and in a way, we kind of we wanted to do it. We'd organised it; it was going to be fun. <laughs> Turns out we that you got a little bit more hurt, but yeah. So about the twins, how did you? Um. Yeah. So, yeah. For for whatever reason, the actual moment when she found out isn't as memorable for that one for me. I think I was in the bedroom, and and she you know peed on the stick and and came into the bedroom and and told me. But um, the more memorable moment with that is um, when she went for the dating ultrasound. Mm-hmm. Um, because, again, we found out quite early on she'd she'd actually peed on a few sticks. They'd been inconclusive. Because, you know, like, I don't, I don't know if you maybe you haven't had this, but when it is early on, uh, like, the second line is very faint because mm-hmm. obviously the level of hormones isn't, um, isn't as strong. But we were pretty sure, we were pretty sure that... Uh, that, it, that we were pregnant, so that's that's part of the reason why it's not as memorable. It was it's sort of it wasn't a conclusive thing, and we'd done a few of them, but um, we we went and got it confirmed, and um, but Erica went for the dating ultrasound, and she came back, she'd gone with her mum, like for Taz's yep. for Taz's um, birth, I went to all the appointments, yes, um, for one because we were walking distance to the midwife, yep, so that helped, but also you know the second time around, I was like okay, well. I've done this before. Like, there's not really much to see at a dating ultrasound. It's really just confirming how far along we are. Um, so she went, but she went with her mum, and they came back. And our apartment in Ottawa, um, I could see out the window that they'd pulled up, mm-hmm. and they were sitting in the car and talking a little bit. And I was like, oh, like why aren't they coming up? They're sort of having a little bit of a discussion down there. And and I got this gut feeling. There's like, oh, okay, she, you know, she's not pregnant. We've, you know, there's been a a miscarriage a complication, a and she's wondering how to actually tell you. Yeah, basically, or just yeah, having a discussion with her mum about it. So I was like, all right, I was sort of bracing myself for that news. And uh, so she comes up the stairs, and I go out and to the front room and meet her. And she goes, "It's twins," and I go, "What?" <laughs> like <laughs> it was just the last thing I expected. Uh, especially after you were bracing yourself well, that's for it. really like, bad news. I was bracing news, myself like... for almost the opposite. <laughs> I was bracing ourselves to have minus 100% of the kids we, we thought we had. And <laughs> instead we got plus 100% of the kids we thought we had. <laughs> um, so Try yeah, and that work was, that one out. That was kind of crazy. And, it, and to be honest, like you know, the fact that we were having twins freaked us out a lot more than like the fact the first time that we were having a kid, you know, that it was really happening. Like, because then it was just like, oh shit. Like we know how hard it is to have a young kid. Now we're going to have two of them at once with a less than two year old. Holy fuck. Like, I think it probably took us about a month to really probably come to terms with it and say, oh no, okay, this is going to be good. But I think that's the good thing about like your brain will immediately adapt to the situation that you know you're going to have to deal with. That's true. Like, there's just this, it's just this survival thing. It's like, oh, all right, that's the situation. That's the new worldview we have. This is the life we now live in. Uh, right. It may take a little while, but, you know, yeah, you fairly quickly go, all right, this is how we deal with this. This is just, this is it. This is where we go. 
Yeah, so I'm not, I'm not sure I've talked about the way we announced the twins to and a pregnancy to our families. Not that I can remember. We found out uh, just before Christmas that we we're having twins. Uh, I think Christmas Eve, to be actually. So uh, we had a, obviously a Christmas a Christmas lunch, a Christmas dinner with Erica's family in Oliver mm-hmm. um, on Christmas Day. And at the after the meal, we'd you know we'd, we'd all eaten and we're all around the table. And I was like, all right, I want to get a photo of. Let's take a photo of the whole family. So I, I brought my camera and I set up the camera, positioned it right. So yep. everybody was in it. Everyone's all lined up. Little did they know, instead of putting the timer on, I hit the video button. And I went over and I took my spot and I said, all right, everybody say Erica's pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd seen this online. This wasn't my idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cheater. <laughs> but, but I assumed that nobody else who was there would have seen it online. And, you know, everybody freaked out. What? And then I like waited a couple of beats and said, and it's twins. <laughs> and everybody's like mouths dropped even further open. <laughs> what? Oh my God. Are you joking? You know, so. And then they realized that you've just got that all on video. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. That, so I'm actually like, Eric's uncle was like, uh, so are we taking a picture? Like, is it happening? I was like, oh yeah. Okay. And I went over and actually took a few pictures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, later that day, because of course, uh, no, sorry, it was, uh, I guess, earlier that day. Anyway, um, I'd also we'd also called in um, to mum and dad on Christmas morning mm-hmm. uh, on Skype, and I and I announced to them, and unfortunately, I didn't think to screen capture it, like take video of it, but I I tried to do the fake out thing. I sort of said, you know, some people then already knew, obviously, that we we're pregnant. Some people didn't. Yep. But, um, I sort of said, yeah, um, some of you already know this, but unfortunately we're not having a, a kid. And and like, I waited a second and sort of said, oh, sorry, I should have said that better. Like, we're not having a kid. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now, holy fuck, our twins are nearly 11 months old. 11 months yeah. old this week. That's crazy. I'm still trying to think about how you actually announced it to all of us. I'm pretty sure it was just a picture on Facebook. I think so. I think we maybe put the ultrasound picture up, yeah. Yep. And go, twin one and twin two. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) So, we've been going for close to an hour. We should probably finish up. But before we do so, let's have a little chat because next week we're going to do the next episode or the next uh, iteration of our segment where we watch an episode of a TV show which you do not have a name for. Yeah, we really need a fucking name. <laughs> um, did you have any ideas for a name? We've sort of we said we should maybe think about it. Yeah, so the first one I was sort of thinking was learning the tropes. Okay. As in like learning the ropes, learning the tropes. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Yes. Probably some other good like plays off of ropes and tropes you could use. You know? Yep. Like even on the on the like on the tropes on the ropes, yeah, um, something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. I had a couple um, like drop me in the middle, or um, I was just sort of stuck in the middle with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I had stumble into Stan. <laughs> stumble into Stan. <laughs> Are you trying to get us um, some sponsorship from Stan? <laughs> well, originally it was going to be stumble into Netflix, but yeah. <laughs> you've chosen things from Stan. That's true. <laughs> Um, I had like we now return you to as a sort of uh, yep yeah. um, I thought who the fuck is that 
<laughs> yeah, I, I, I have noted here, what the fuck is going on in this TV show? Who is that? Why is she here? But it's a little bit long-winded. <laughs> Who, what, why, how? <laughs> it's, it's not bad. Uh, I've got uh, caught, caught in the act, or I thought caught in the ep. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I think I just had more things about tropes and, yeah. and or... I was trying to think well, of kind some, of like some you, way of bringing it in. You said earlier something about episode deconstruction. I also yeah. got episode demolition or TV demolition. Yep. I was also thinking about, um, given that it is sort of like a, you know, when you're, when you're channel surfing, so maybe mm. episode hopping or something like that. Mm. Yeah, that's that's there's, some, there's something we could do with that. Episode hopping, like sort of like jumping into a... Dimension sliders. Something like Quantum Leap. Quantum Leaping. <laughs> Episode Leap. They also have just, show me what you got. <laughs> um, you know, we probably... I don't know, there are some, there are some good thoughts there. I'm not sure we'll, we'll uh, decide on one today. If you at home, listener, like one of those uh, episode... Uh, those, one of those segment names or have one of your own that you think might work, let us know on Facebook, Twitter email we'll give you at the end of the show all of those uh all of that information um and it will probably not actually be named for next week then because well two weeks (laughs) because this episode will not have aired uh by the time we record the next one Um, but you know erica actually liked the one i came up with that was just random episode or rando episode. <laughs> well, maybe, we'll maybe we'll end up sticking with that. I, I, don't know, but. I tried putting, um, I tried putting like random episode deconstruction into a, um, into like a, like, an like a phrase mix, oh, mixer upper yeah. sort of thing. And it came up with arbitrary episode deconstruction. <laughs> oh, it just like chooses synonyms. The thing is it left two of them the same. All right, so the episode, the uh, sorry, the show we're going to do next week is Drop Dead Diva, and um, I don't know anything about it. Erica, I had Erica um, flick through Stan and find something that uh, she thought would work well for us, and uh, turns out neither of us had watched it or knew anything about it, so it was perfect. We we were thinking of another one, but it turns out I've watched every single episode and you hadn't seen it, and you'd been read up and read up a little bit about it. That's and true. That was- yeah. That was the TV show Forever. Yeah, yeah. I, I I was browsing through Stan, which isn't a good way to find this episode, of course, because then I've read this, read this synopsis. Yep. Um, but the, uh, um, I came across this show called Forever, and it uh, the, the synopsis is, you know, makes it sound like just this sort of standard medical show, doctor show, until it drops in the end that this doctor is immortal. Um, <laughs> and I thought that that would have been the perfect show for us to jump in the middle of because you know, presumably, once you're a season or two in, I don't know if it had that many. I think it only had one season. It but, only had the one season. Yeah, but uh, you know, they're probably not making it obvious at the start of every episode every, anymore what that little hook is. So I thought that would have been a really good thing for us to to stumble across. Um, but no, you had you had seen it and watched it all previously. Yep. Um, so yeah, dropped it, diva. Um, I think we're doing season three, episode, episode six. six. Yeah. So right in the middle there somewhere, I believe there's like six seasons of it. So yeah, five or six. Um, so uh, um, as as we've done previously, did you have any ideas just from the title what you thought this show might be about? So I had a couple of ideas, but the one that I sort of I sort of went went back to was that 
it was like someone who was part of a um a beauty pageant mm-hmm. and on the side she like solves crimes but she's also shallow like the people from the hills <laughs> right okay <laughs> so diva um solving murders and mm. yeah diva implies you know some sort of yeah if not shallow then uh a handful a fickle sort of fickle performer of sorts um yeah i mean so when i when i think diva i think singer and uh i saw drop dead and so i thought okay so she's got to be a zombie right she's dead she's a dead nice. she's a dead singer um you know you don't you don't use drop dead in the title if it's not some sort of pun or some sort of play on words <clears throat> so i'm i'm thinking opening titles music starts up it's a graveyard a hand holding a microphone <laughs> comes bursting out of the ground and then she's just up singing brains 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 got to eat some brains um and that's the show yeah that's it right <laughs> bang on and then you know presumably it follows her struggle as she tries to perform uh, while only one, being able to say brains while being the living de- yeah you know she's up on stage the hot lights are just making her corpse stink she's going to deal with that you know her leg falls off uh, <laughs> the, only, the other the other thought if she's not a zombie then she's an assassin she's a diva who who literally makes people drop dead no, she is <laughs> <laughs> no no I was thinking that she's been tasked with killing divas so Ooh. Um, each episode, you know, there's a, there's some other famous singer or something, and she's been tasked with killing them by a villain who hates show tunes or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, given that it's um, diva, I'm I'm thinking that it's going to be pretty um, female focused. Yeah, yeah, that's probably a safe assumption. I'm I'm hoping for some for some strong female characters, mm-hmm. um, because they're just. In so many they can't TV be too shows strong if they drop dead. Yes, <laughs> I know, but yes, no, like absolutely, yeah. the hills we watched, and there was no strong female role models or anything like that in it. <laughs> yeah, I would not let my daughters or anybody I know watch that show. So I'm, I'm hoping for for something like that. I'm definitely hoping for like a dramedy or something like that. Mm, so. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I'm hoping for something that I want to go back to the beginning and watch the entire thing of. Yes. So. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that next week after we've watched it. Yes, so I will definitely be starting tonight because I really have to get into into watching it before um, before the weekend because on Friday I'm going away for like five days. Oh, yes, yeah, I need to get into it too because uh, this weekend is the election and I'm volunteering on polling day for six hours. So yes, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I. I'm pretty sure this is going to take take a while. Um, it is a longer show, yeah. I think I believe uh, it's 41 minutes. It's a longer show, yeah. Um, the episode, if it helps, is called Closure. Okay. I looked that up just to so find out what it's it the is. coffin closing, right? <laughs> given given that it's not six, you know, it's got six seasons. It's definitely not the last <laughs> the last, last episode. episode. So <laughs> so we're we're okay then. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a take a bet here and assume that someone dies in the episode. That's gonna be my prediction. Someone is gonna die in season three, episode six of Drop Dead Diva. Awesome. And I'm hoping for strong female characters who, you know, your daughters can like watch and, you know, have them as role models sort of thing. Absolutely. Also titties. No, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> 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 Alright, well, 
I think we'll finish up there. Um, <laughs> on, on that titties <laughs> note, just to be classy. Um, <laughs> if you want to visit us on the web, you can go to www.twosweerydads.com. Uh, there are links there for subscribing. You can listen to the show there. So we're also on Twitter, at Two Sweary Dads. So feel free to follow us. Um, we might follow you back even. Yeah, we announce new episodes there. We post things occasionally. Um, ooh, 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 ooh. Mm. Totally oh. forgot. Yes. Uh, yeah. we've, got, we've got some friends. That's true. So there, we have a fellow dad's podcast who uh, gave us a bit of a shout out because we asked them a question for their first episode. Um, so we'd just like to say hi to the podcast Dad Tales from the Tower. Uh, Sorry that we took this long to get to get to our our thank you and um, we both listened to the episode and and we definitely envy how little sleep you need. <laughs> yes, yes. These these dads uh, all play Destiny and apparently need very little sleep um, and and manage to get a, a, a half decent amount of uh, game time in. Uh, but you can, you can find them on Twitter at Dad's Tales um, and yeah, go go and give them a listen. Yeah, I, I certainly really enjoyed the episode, especially the bit around 21 minutes 30. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the rest of the episode was no, really it was, quite good. It was good. It was, it was good to hear them uh, you know, chat about uh, being dads and how they find time and and uh, and Destiny, which I don't play. So I didn't. a lot of it went over my head, but everything else was very interesting. Uh, so you can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash dads. You can email us at podcast at twosweerydads.com and uh yes that's it for our episode today episode nine uh trevor do you have any final thoughts um what's a dildo (laughs) go ask your mum